0: Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department begins the process of cutting its Office of Acquisition Technology and Logistics in half. Deputy Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan reassures civilian workers nothing will change with their titles or grade in the split. It will move the Defense Innovation Unit Experimental and other organizations under the new Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering. The Army says it's seen a rash of cases of soldiers having to be hospitalized after vaping oils that turned out to contain toxic substances. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details.
1: In an alert on Thursday, the Army Public Health Center expressed concern that the problem could spread quickly across the Army. Officials say at least 60 troops have gotten medical treatment in recent weeks in North Carolina, 33 more in Utah, with symptoms ranging from serious headaches and nausea to, in at least one case, serious neurological damage. The Army says the vaping products in question are marketed as containing containing cannabidiol, but sometimes also include dangerous or illegal substances. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio.
0: Senator Tim Kaine wants to reduce military spouse unemployment. A new bill modifies Federal Hiring Authority to expedite the hiring of a military spouse. It also instructs the Defense Department to explore ways it can increase the number of child care providers and requires DOD to award contracts to companies that employ military spouses. The Trump administration appoints one and reappoints another to financial and national security posts. More now from Tom Temen in today's Management Report. The president names John
2: Whitley as Assistant Secretary of the Army for Financial Management and the Comptroller. He's now a senior fellow at the Institute for Defense Analyses. Earlier, he was a healthcare analyst at the Military Compensation and Retirement Modernization Commission. Bill Evanina is reappointed as Director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center, a job he's held since 2014. I'm Tom Temen.
0: Two House lawmakers want more insight into how the government hands out more than $600 billion in grant money each year. Representatives Virginia Fox and Jimmy Gomez introduced the Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency, or GRADE Act. It would make federal grant reporting data open and searchable online and would save small businesses hours in filling out duplicative forms. Several organizations like the Data Coalition and the Association of Government Accountants support the bill. Fox and Gomez first introduced the GRADE Act last September. House Minority Whip Steny Hoyer says a fifth continuing resolution will likely go to the House floor next Tuesday, and he's confident it'll pass. But shutdown or not, the federal contracting community will still feel the pain. Members of the Maryland Space Business Roundtable and Goddard Contractors Association say they've already lost time, money, and talent to four continuing resolutions this year. They say the most recent partial shutdown was especially hard on their young employees who haven't earned enough time to take leave with pay. A powerful House lawmaker threatens DHS with a subpoena.
2: Congressman Lamar Smith is unhappy with the Homeland Security Department's answers to his questions about how they're ensuring Kaspersky lab products are out of federal networks. The chairman of the House Science, Space and Technology Committee writes to DHS, threatening to use his committee's subpoena power after not receiving all the information it requested in December. Specifically, Smith wants more details on those agencies that have not submitted reports to DHS about how they'll remove Kaspersky products from their networks. Smith wants answers by February 8th. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Keeping an eye on cybersecurity threats can be tedious work for humans, but federal agencies find it's a good place to experiment with automation. Paul Beckman, Homeland Security's deputy chief information security officer, estimates that 90% of cyber threat monitoring processes could be automated at some point. That gives human operators more time to go after some of DHS's toughest challenges. One DHS component found more than $300,000 in cost savings less than a year after adopting its automation tools. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. The Veterans Affairs Department has a new approach to deal with low-performing medical centers. VA appoints Peter Almanoff to oversee the department's Office of Reporting, Analytics, Performance, Improvement and Deployment, or RAPID, Healthcare Improvement Center. It's designed to review clinical indicators to find vulnerabilities and set targets for low-performing medical centers. VA has 15 one-star rated hospitals. The department will review those medical centers once a quarter. Hospitals that fail to make progress may get new leadership. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.